Welcome back to TV Reload. This is my sixth bonus episode featuring a quick chat with I'm a Celebrity's latest ejectee, AFL megastar Robert Dipper Domenico. This Aussie legend is still one of the most famous names in Aussie sport, and while he has been off the field for nearly 30 years, his impact playing for Hawthorne has still made him a household name all these years later. From retiring in 1991, Dipper has commented on sport and is still massively sought after to join footy shows and to share his life story. There's way more to this man than just his footy. He's a family man and probably hard for some who grew up in the 80s to understand, he's now a grandfather. This episode will talk news headlines, his contribution to I'm a Celebrity and even a shock revelation about his desire to head back into the jungle. I'd like to welcome to the show the people's king of the jungle, Dipper Domenico. I didn't expect to get uh, all this uh, accolade. You were the biggest name in football. I'm really happy I did the show. It was a great show to be part of. It was great times, but you knew that you had to perform. I love the experience. I love the conversations I had. I'm a celebrity. Get me out of here! Why did you take that lady's towel? I'd do it again, but I'm not an all-star. I'm just... I'm just different. Congratulations on your time on I'm a Celebrity. Get me out of here, you bloody legend. Thank you very much, Ben. I really appreciate that. I I didn't expect to get uh, all this uh, accolade from uh, the show, but I'm really happy I did the show. It's a great show to be part of. Oh, absolutely. And you certainly earned your keep making news headlines every day. Like I counted them. Every day you managed to make a news headline. Were you shocked? <laughs> Were you shocked with the amount of interest that you created during your time on the show? You know, funny, Ben, because this year we're able to sit back at home and watch it. Yeah. Normally it's live in Africa because here of COVID. So we finished filming oh, 10th of December, I think it was, and I was back, about four weeks into the into the show. Mm. And, and then you sit back and watch it and you go, oh, my God, did I say that? Or did we do that? Or, <laughs> But you know what? Um, you go in there with open eyes and, uh, and I just love the experience. I love the conversations I had and uh, I thought – I thought the conversations I had or the remarks I made always came out with people conversing about what I said or what I didn't say, you know, and that opens up conversation, doesn't it? A hundred percent. And, you know, did you watch it with your family? I mean, that's the thing. Most It's a family show and it's rating its tits off. Mm. Did you get to sit there and watch mm. it with um, with all of your family? Well, well, actually, just my wife and I, uh, Cheryl and I, we watched it. But we're on, uh, on on the phone to the kids, of course, uh, Dylan and my daughter, and our grandkids, and the grandkids watched it as well. And they were sending me, <laughs> they were sending me videos saying, "Why did you take that lady's towel?" <laughs> <laughs> you know, pretty first towel. It's like robbing someone's house. That's from a six-year-old, you know. Uh, so they're and they and, and they were going yucky for the uh, the spiders I ate and whatever. But it's turned out to be a family, a real good family entertainment show. Yeah. And then Ben watching everybody else do their their trials because you come back in the camp and say, "Oh, this is what we did," and then actually seeing what they did, uh, yeah, two different stories there. Oh, absolutely. I mean, I think it's funny that they say that your grandkids would be like, "Grandpa, why is Jess wash- washing your underpants?" <laughs> well, Grandpa, you know that you never wear underpants. <laughs> How come you wore? Why you wear underpants? Uh, yeah, no, no. Look, it was great and. and Hopefully, I've made some really nice friends. So sometimes I wash Dipper's undies, and he decided to come with me today, and we got into the most beautiful chat. So nice meeting you. you know that? Mm, it's uh, been so nice the, meeting you the too. The original Dipper. red team, eh? 
In a short time, we know a lot more about each other than you know about you know some of your other siblings. Oh, 100%. And at one point, your social media following went up by 6,000 <laughs> in just 10 minutes. I need to ask you, are you an influencer now? I am. I've got a blue tick. <laughs> I've got a blue tick. So, so what happened was uh, Ali Simpson came into the camp. Mm. And what a dear sweetheart she is, yeah, and Anna, Anna Gower as well. She's awesome in the trials. And she was next to my bunk. And one morning we had a bit of a chat. I said, oh, by the way, how many followers you got? She goes, oh, 1.3 million. I go, what? <laughs> I had 9,000, you know? And then I said, that's it. I want to get to a million. Well, I'm 970,000 short, but I'm getting there. And that is just seriously unbelievable. Have you got any ideas on what you might like to flog on Instagram if you've got some things you'd like to sell? <laughs> no, <laughs> I love doing photography. So a lot of my uh, photos are about where I am, uh, what I'm experiencing. But it's funny you should say that because there's some people have already asked me about, uh, well, would you mind flogging this? I'm going, well, let me know about your product to see what's going on. But, uh, you know, I'm up for sale. Like Dimmies, $2.99. Love those Dimmies ads. I was actually told very early on that you were going into the jungle. I need to ask, did you find it difficult to keep it a secret that you were going to be a part of the show? No, no. I, uh, I just told my family uh, about two weeks before I was going in. I said, oh, by the way, i got something to tell you. And I go, what? I'm going into the jungle. And they were all excited for me. But uh, no, I had to keep it pretty quiet. But it, it was nice to be asked to go. And during COVID here, Ben, you know, we had like mm. you know, three months or four months of COVID here. And I was going nuts. And, and all of a sudden, I could relieve myself from here, going to quarantine, and then knowing I was going to do something in the jungle was fantastic. Amazing. Yeah, for, my, for the space of my head, you know, it was good. <laughs> now, you and Merv Hughes now have both been in the jungle. You've both been in time a celebrity. Who has the better moustache? Oh, well, <laughs> if you ask Merv, he has. I think he's a, he's a ripper. But what happens, Ben, he gets, hey, I know you. You're, you're awesome, aren't you, Dipper? <laughs> he hates that. <laughs> And I'm the other one. I know you. You're a ripper, aren't you, Merv? I'm going. No, I'm not Merv. So we uh, we get uh, confused at times, or people get confused about us. But uh, now he's been in the jungle. A lot of my ex-teammates, like Dermot and Shane Crawford and Josh Gibson, and yeah, a lot of footy players have been in there as well. But uh, I just hope that I um, I did well for everybody to uh, to see that. We're still very competitive, I know that. Oh, yeah. I mean, you can't get rid of that competitive spirit. You know, that's a part of being a footy player. I have to ask, what did you think of the relationship between Ash and Abby? Did you think that it was going to amount to something serious or did you think it was just a bit of fun in the jungle? A bit of fun in the jungle, eh? <laughs> eh? A bit of fun in the jungle. Look, you know, I'm not one to pry on other people's business, you know, but uh, they uh, hugged it out and uh, actually we – we put a little wedding or a, 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 dis, a dis wedding in a way because we, we broke them up. <laughs> we broke them up, but uh, I think they're back together. Now, I don't think it was going to go anywhere, but end of the day, love the one you're with, I reckon, Ben. A hundred percent. There was a bit of controversy about you talking about Abby and her bathers at one point, and, you know, mm -hmm. Ash had his top off, and so people are like, oh, can you make those comments? But I think the real debate is who's the biggest show-off out of Ash and Abby? <laughs> she's a dynamite isn't she Abby? yeah but on that comment there it was basically it was a throwaway comment of course and it's sort of watching it now i understand how how it looked and how it sounded to her and i really didn't mean anything by it but 
it opened up a conversation, didn't it? It certainly you did. Know, once again, people talking about, uh, you know, the young ones were giving it to me and the oldies are going, well, back in our day, we used to say that. And then Ash uh, uh, with his abs. But we used uh, we used Ash to wash our clothes. We laid him down and just washed our clothes with his abs. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, show off? I think Abby would be the best show offer. She's a ripper. Geek. She got every move and she's – she speaks so good and she's passionate about what she does. A hundred percent. Now, fans were also divided with the rice incident with you and Grant, uh, <sighs> which was great television, I'm going to say. But as you guys seem to really butt heads over this, I need to ask you, what was it about the situation that had really bothered you? Was it that Grant maybe should have pulled you aside and said it to you one-on-one? No. What it was is the fact that uh, it wasn't my role just to cook as well. And I'm surprised how many people can't cook. And they really depended on me and Colin. You know, hands up, I love cooking. And so so in the morning, I uh, I started the porridge and away we went. And then I thought, oh, you know, I'll start the you – know, something to do. I'll wash the rice. I'll get going. I'll, I'll start cooking the rice. Then I fell asleep. But then you've got people sitting down watching the rice burn. And they go, oh, the rice is burning. Well, why don't they get up and – or wake me up, you know. <laughs> but I think we're all hungry and, and, and we're a little bit just tired as well. Because you have these ups and downs, mm. and but I'm, I'm glad he said something, and and I said to him, "You say that one more time, I'll meet you over there." <laughs> Look, I, do you think I was out of place in saying that maybe if 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 no, we you cook... out of place, you just felt what you, you just said what you felt. It's okay. We do. None of us want to lose an entire no. meal. That's all. No, but say one more time, I'll come and see you over there. It was good television. But we hugged it out. I twer- I, twer- I twerked it out with uh, Abby and I hugged it out with uh, Grant. You know? <laughs> now, speaking of things that you <laughs> eat in the jungle, now you ate a spider, which was hilarious. I thought I'd give you this fact. Yeah. Did you know that we eat at least six spiders a year in our sleep? This is a weird fact I found on the internet. I need to, I've always been apparently asleep through all the spiders I've eaten. Uh, and what does it taste like? What did, uh, what did that spider taste like? Oh. Well, a huntsman, we're talking about a huntsman here. A huntsman uh, tastes uh, very squishy and very dry because it's stuck to the top of your, the roof of your mouth. I couldn't get it down quick enough, you know. It's sort of stuck there with a, a couple of legs hanging out. Yeah. Oh, I tell you what, but, really gross. <laughs> but eating that bowl of uh, pig's blood, fermented egg, two fish eyes, one rat's tail and some worms, that was a killer. But we did it and we, and we became world champions. <laughs> What was the worst thing you ate? Oh, that I reckon the worst thing I ate was the fermented egg. Oh, let's talk about it. The smell of it. Now, just a bit of a serious question here with one of the conversations you had with Jack Vigeon. When it comes to sort of homosexuality in sport, do you think that we'll see footballers coming out soon? I think we're all grown up, haven't we, over the last maybe 20 years? And And the good thing about today, especially the young people who now talk about their issues, their feelings, I think it's, uh, you know, if, if anybody does come out, it's acceptable. I mean, it's acceptable anyway. Mm. But I think we all understand where people are coming from now. And having that conversation with Jack, I and mean, I asked him about his sexuality, and he was happy to talk about it because I, I had a, a feeling that he was ready to talk about it. He's ready to sort of say to the world, hey, I'm out, mm. you know. And, and I said to him, you own it. He's a beautiful young man. And yes, bitch. Hey! I loved his catchphrase. That's a little saying. I love that. <laughs> and his other saying was, uh, "These lips may not be real, but they speak the truth." It sounds like he <laughs> needs to be on the Real Housewives of Melbourne. <laughs> yeah, 
Now, the format uh, changed a little this year with uh, people being eliminated in a different way, ejected, sh- should I say. But if the nominations process had been put in place and you guys were evicting each other, who would you have given one point to save and one point to evict? I'd, I would think that uh, I'd give Jess one point and I would think that uh, who will I get rid of? Mm, probably Ash. <laughs> Yeah, he's all sick of his body. <laughs> stop rubbing it in my face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like stop it. Like, you know, I used to be like that 30 years ago. <laughs> we know. I think I've still got my footy card of you, to be honest with you. I've still got oh, all my old footy, footy cards. Card. Oh, God. <laughs> now, I think, uh, yeah, Jess, yeah, Jess won that, that beautiful bedroom on the night. Yeah. You know, to sleep up there with, with a beautiful cooked breakfast. And everyone voted for her because she's such a bogan. <laughs> And she's just a lovely bogan. She <laughs> she loves being a bogan. Like she did everything and anything for anyone. Man. Well, it's down to the final choice, and the public will decide who's going to win this thing. Well, I think Grant Denyer's a favourite. You know, and he really opened up. What a journey he's had. Workaholic, has you know, broken backs, uh, not believing in himself, and I think he he really got a lot of out of the jungle. I think it's between those two. Okay, well, I'm going to take those. Um, I'm going to take those suggestions to sports bet and see how, see if I win any money. <laughs> I'll get back to you on that one, Dipper. It was so fantastic to be able to have this chat with you. You were fantastic in the show, and I just I, I can't wait for you to do the next celebrity show, maybe Dancing with the Stars. No, I'd love to go back on this show. How good would it be doing the Jungle every year? I might I might start something. I might be the, the boundary rider. You know, in the in the jungle. Well, I actually think that there's been a rumor floating around for a while now for a All Stars season. So you know, we've seen so many seasons yeah. of the show. Would Would yeah. you go back and do it again next year for All Stars? I, I, I'd do it again, but I'm not an All Star. I'm just I'm just Dipper. Well, mate, fantastic to have this chat with you. Thanks, thanks so much for your time. Thank you very much.